Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? So nice to start focusing on things that you could really enjoy and what you really want to do in your life. I think you need to be a bit away from everything that you know to be able to realize what you really want to do and what to do next um, I don't really know that yet but at least um, I'm become uh, sort of coming to a peace a little bit of more peace with myself accepting that this is okay the journey that we're doing even though it can be hard at times because you feel lonely but that that's okay and we won't be doing this forever, so uh, it would be a shame to really feel crap all the time and, yeah, not not enjoying the days as beautiful as they are. Oh, thank you, Yannick Khan, for being so authentic and real and open. I, oh, it's so great to hear your voice. I always look forward to these updates. Um, I love sharing them with all of you because Yana, you just go so deep and you're willing to look in the mirror. I hope all of us can be courageous enough to do that, whether we're on the road or at home. It's, uh, it's not always easy and we don't always like what we see. I definitely have those moments where I don't want to see what's, what's, uh, what's happening on, on a particular day. Uh, but Yana, you just went for it, and I think it's really inspiring for all of us. Uh, I love this week's podcast where you're talking about um, the gentleman that you met and his story, and you talking about you know how you miss having your community, and I think expats around the world and moms and dads around the world who are the 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 main caretaker it, it's really easy to end up in solitude and finding a way to step away and know that you know even after those first years where you you have to be there all the time to take care and make sure your child doesn't die gets food etc etc as they get bigger we have to remind ourselves to come back to that place where we are asking ourselves what we need and take a few minutes for that whatever it is like yana said on listening to podcasts or have a cup of coffee or glass of wine or go for a walk or whatever it is, uh, we have to make sure this is not a, an option anymore for sanity, for the beauty and balance of our own families and our relationships. Uh, when we get this, everything is better. And we've talked about this before, but this theme comes up again and again in parenting. So I just want to remind that I put that reminder out there as uh, Yana really was so open about that and I think uh, as an expat communities it's not always easy to find your community and and you don't even have to be an expat you don't have to be somebody not in their own country like we are or Yana is or many of you are but it can be just that you've been transplanted you're not where you grew up and you have to find those people or maybe you've gone on a path an internal journey and you are home but you aren't the same as you were before. And then you have to actually refine your community because what you've defined as your community has shifted. So there's a lot of different ways in which we journey. And ultimately, we, we find the way and, and think, hopefully, um, <laughs> we ultimately need to be thankful for technology, even though there's a lot of drain and whatnot with technology. The, the positive thing is we can find that community through different you know, online 
connections. So, and hopefully we can then find a way to connect with people live and face to face, which is, you know, just warms the heart as well. So that's a bit about this week. We'll have some things on the blog, connect with us on um, Pinterest in the next weeks. I will have something uh, there on imperfect parenting. Just look for our logo and you can get us there. You know, we'll have some tips and tricks and from our own experiences from traveling, even though this year we will be traveling inside our souls and not so much our bodies. Uh, we want to say thanks to Fort Collins, Colorado, Argyle, Texas, Armour, South Dakota. I hope I said that right for listening. Uh, wow. It's always great. Dublin, California. Oh, wow. Look at that. And Bosman, Montana. We've got some new people. This is awesome. Thank you so much for being out there. We are hoping to engage with you guys. I'm just going to keep saying it because I really, really want to find a way to connect with you. I want to hear what you want to hear about, what makes you excited, what you're struggling with. You don't have to necessarily put it out on Facebook, social media. If you don't want to join the group, that's fine. Send me something on info at imperfectparenting.com. Dot net and um, let me know what what are you doing to um, connect with what's essential for you uh, are you listening to podcasts what are you listening to what uh, little things do you do for yourself do you take three minutes ten minutes a day I would love to hear about this and I would love to share this with uh, with our listeners sometimes if you are so engaged Inclined. Uh, we also are doing something with Patreon slowly, so there can be some opportunities for some live chats. I'm looking for ways that I we're going to connect, so let me know. Uh, and now, without further ado, please welcome once again Yana Khan. Thank you from Australia, traveling west across a beautiful territory, and not only within but on the road. Thank you. Hello, Ariel. So, here I am again, almost two months after our last um, update. Can't even believe it, it's been two months. Um, it's been a emotional roller coaster for me, to be honest. Um, but I don't want to talk about that too much today, as um, after the last podcast, a couple of my friends um were a bit worried uh, about what's going on and that um i didn't sound too happy but i guess all those things are so i wish reassure them that well i wasn't super happy at times but um also everything was all right just living the life and trying to find your place here uh and i guess that's what everyone is going through no matter where you are um so if I would um, record anything maybe a week ago, <laughs> it wouldn't be too positive either. So I thought, no, 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 i got to wait for the time when I feel I want to really talk about our travels and what has been happening. So I think today is the day. It's beautiful, Sunday, sunny, it's a bit windy outside and I um, have a bit of a cold. But uh, I have this quiet time for me here in the inside the caravan Michael took Tom outside there um, somewhere at the beach we are close to the St. Dunes and Tom loves it because he's sort of sliding down as he would be on the snow so he's enjoying that so I have time for myself 
We're sitting here with the coffee and the beautiful afternoon sun is shining through this little window. I'm sitting in the corner tucked in because it's really, uh, it's a bit cold. Well, not too cold as um, it's not freezing. Um, and during the day when the sun is out, it's really nice to be outside because when you're in the sun, you don't feel cold. But when the sun goes down, the temperatures drop quite significantly sometimes. So it can be around 10 degrees outside. And again, I probably talked about that. The van is not really properly insulated, so it's a bit cold in here. So we cook because it's um, getting dark around 6 o'clock. It's dark. So we cook dinner, trying to sort of warm up the van before we go to bed. So, yeah. Working through that, we might consider a heater somehow. Um, that Michael, he's a super, super handy man. He can always fix anything. Seems like uh, anything is possible for him to fix. So um, we spoke to other travelers about their heating systems. So we have some ideas on how to do that. Because even though you're in Australia and some people think it's hot all year long, that's not really true. Um, even the days are super beautiful, then the night temperatures are cold and even if you're in the center of Australia, that's even cooler than along the coast, but it's still, imagine, you know, being, I don't know, anywhere around the world where you are, but the, <laughs> the heating system that I'm used to from Czech Republic is so comfortable and I, uh, have an experience, uh, winters so bad as in Australia because every time we check it was nice and warm freezing outside but nice and warm over 20 degrees inside so that's not the case here in Australia because um, just yeah they don't have the heating system that we we are used to so after even 10 years I'm still not used to this winter uh, but I think we're getting better over all those years so I have um, beanie on uh something warm like few layers on so i st i keep warm and um, because i have the cold a bit i even sleep with the beanie on because it's just <laughs> better and i feel warmer when i have something on my head so yeah but other than that um the traveling has been quite nice actually um regarding well, the weather is still quite nice. Uh, we only had some rainy days still. So, yeah, four months on the road, you can see how dry everything is everywhere. Only in the last week it was raining, which was quite nice, actually. I didn't even mind staying in the van uh, for the full day. We only had that for one day. So, within four months, only one day, we needed to stay in the van for the whole day. I think that's quite good. So traveling in Australia is a bit easier, I think, because you can be outside much more than you would be probably elsewhere. Um, and yeah, we had some fun with Tom inside the van trying to, this is what I'm thinking always when I have friends in Czech Republic and of course the winter is long, as, as you know, uh, what do you do with children inside because this is what we're not used to and I need to create some activities that um, are really new 
because otherwise we always outside and this is what Tom knows since he was born he was mostly outside uh, so we need to um, find some new things to occupy ourselves while it's a bit cooler but um, I kind of thought well what keeps me going for the last week I tried to shift my focus on short-term um, kind of activities or short-term trips whatever we're going to be doing in let's say a month time uh, because I was in a state where I didn't I couldn't stop my mind thinking about the future where we're gonna live how we're gonna do that are we staying in Australia are we moving back to Czech and like this is like a roller coaster going through my head and probably so many people so many moms are experiencing the same once you leave your home country this is what is going through your head and if it's not uh, that's great because you don't have you don't have that constant battle inside your head um, what if where how like this is sometimes unstoppable in my head and it drives me nuts and um, then it it is affecting of course myself but then the rest of the family because I'm not happy and I'm not really spreading that positive energy around either and we in a small space so it's kind of hard to not to be sort of infected with this uh, negativity or uncertainty and everything that is going through my head so I thought oh I need to really change that because I don't want to feel that way all the time it's very unpleasant and also within at least another two months I won't be able to change a thing because we are at the point where we need to sort of get to let's say maybe Perth or I don't know where what we're going to be doing then but there is no big city close by that we can sort of stop and you know leave everything behind course you need to sort that out as you know when you moving you, you sort of need to have a plan so for at least another two months we gotta be on the road that's for sure we probably will be on the road much longer but at least if I would like to make any changes for another two months nothing is changing we will be on the road and why not enjoying that why having those negative thoughts in my head every single day it's just very exhausting and after also talking to my mom and my grandma uh, just yesterday over Skype they gave me this reassurance that this is important to enjoy the journey that we are doing at the moment and we'll see what's going to happen like in the future what we're going to be doing then but for now just focus on the present and focus on what's really important which is seeing new places even though we get into the area where there won't be too many things as the nature well the nature is amazing here it's changing the landscape will be changing but it might be at times maybe a bit boring I don't know yet because I haven't done this part of Australia yet but I know that there might be kind of longer distances between small cities and but it's okay it's still this is part of that exploring and I think it took me probably all those four months to get to, to the point where 
um, I need to embrace this. This is something that not everyone can do, even though I always think that anyone can. You just need to have a bit of a courage to do the first step. And also, of course, financially, um, because Michael can work here and there, um, and then it keeps us going. So that makes a difference, of course, financially. But I know so many people, they have jobs that they can do from different countries or they work online and they can really uh, bring the money in somehow, but they don't necessarily well, need to leave everything behind and <laughs> travel in the caravan. But um, what I wanted to say is just, if you choose a new path, um, the challenges that come with it might be um, quite full on without you realizing that when you made actually the decision to go that path but then it makes you stronger I really believe that makes you stronger because after all those like a I don't know sometimes really negative thinking of me even though you're at a beautiful spot sun is shining you have beautiful healthy family there's nothing you can complain about really but yet your mind is somehow in a fog and you can't really see that which is really a shame and every time when that is happening to me um, I'm trying to find some tools how to uh, get away from that place that foggy place that doesn't make you happy and what I well for me what works is really um, listen to something that uh, brings you back some hope and positivity and something that sort of lifts you up. So for me it was um, listening to different podcasts, different stories, something that um, gives you a bit of a different insight into things and something that makes you really appreciate what you've got actually and also something that you learn. So that, that was a big thing for, for me after, you know, the birth of our child. Um, the things that you learn are quite limited, at least for me. Of course, there's a different learning curve in terms of yourself and your partner and the child. It's a totally different story. But apart from that, um, all these things involved in raising a child and all those things that the child is basically bringing up in you and how you deal with that that's another story but I meant different things really what other people are doing and in terms of I don't know science or whatever it is that you are interested in um, you should take the time and um, have those things in your life still and for me because when I was studying social work back in Prague I was surrounded mostly by really like-minded people and I was living in that bubble that I really enjoyed because there were so many new like stories and people were actually helping each other and in terms of um, like a personal life even like of course that's what friends do then you know you have you have friends that you can trust and you can share whatever you need to share and then they're there to give you their insight and then you can move on probably this is how I was always sort of living and uh, surviving all 
um, kind of difficult situation in my life that I had friends around or family who could help you with that and through talking because <laughs> people who know me I, I talk a lot so imagine when you're on the road just with your partner and your three-year-old uh, you might not talk as as much maybe there's and, and that was probably a problem for me because until now or four months ago until we left Sydney uh, I always had people around me who I could um, share my things with and of course I'm sharing that with Michael as well but as a woman I don't know it's something that uh, it's sort of easier to talk about with your girlfriends or can be male friend or whoever but sometimes you know your partner is maybe sick of it or whatever you're repeating all the time the same thing or I don't know what it is but just to talk about it and unload and to sit with your friend and have a having a glass of wine and sort of talk and relax that's amazing and it's something that I didn't have a chance to do for the last four months and it's a new thing for me so I need to actually learn how to work with that and I need to learn how to work with all those emotions that are coming coming out and normally I would have my friends that I would be talking to but they're not here so what do I do with that and then keeping everything inside doesn't really help and talking about it with your partner of course it helps and it's necessary to talk about those things but there was a point that I realized that he won't be able to change anything because he's you know trying to listen to me but there's nothing that he can do about it and the only person who can do something about it is me so I thought oh I just, it's really uh, necessary to change my views and try to deal with things and enjoying things on my own which since um, I was a child uh, I wasn't really doing because I was that child who always needed a company uh, we just had a laugh with my mom and my grandma yesterday because this is what I'm experiencing now with our child he doesn't really want to play on his own he always needs someone to play with even though you there as a parent just not really playing too much he's instructing us what to do so but he needs to have someone to be part of that and I was the same and then when I was growing up I was always happy to be away from home and I didn't mind like sleeping at friends friends houses and somewhere uh, my grandma's place and I just didn't mind whether my brother he was totally opposite so he he was just yeah <laughs> probably easy child because he was so occupied doing whatever on his own which was which was quite nice I think for mom um yeah so I realized after those four months that this is first time in my life that I actually need to be on my own even though it sounds weird because of course I have the family I have my husband and my child here but it's not the same it, I was always surrounded with more people and the family of course and uh, this is very new situation to me so and plus after I realized 20 years uh, living in the big cities because I when I started studying in Prague I was like 19 or something I lived outside of Prague for a bit but I was still going to school in Prague so for 10 years I lived in Prague then for another 10 years I lived in Sydney 
and it's not those two places aren't really places where you sort of are alone not surrounded by people even though you could if you choose to but yeah and suddenly there is this loneliness weird loneliness that comes together with the traveling and it's something that I really didn't realize until being on the journey right now and that kind of got me at some point but I don't want to repeat myself again but this is something I really needed to do for myself and for um, for our family Michael is really happy doing this trip and he he does he doesn't have the need to be surrounded by people as as I have but also it's so nice to start focusing on things that you could really enjoy and what you really want to do in your life I think you need to be a bit away from everything that you know to be able to realize what you really want to do and what to do next um, I don't really know that yet but at least um, I'm become uh, sort of coming to a peace a little bit of more peace with myself accepting that this is okay the journey that we're doing even though it can be hard at times because you feel lonely but that that's okay and we won't be doing this forever so uh, it would be a shame to really feel crap all the time and yeah not not enjoying the days as beautiful as they are so that was probably something like a conclusion I <laughs> came to uh, a few days ago and especially after listening to different podcasts on imperfect parenting uh, and also the family uh, for human 21 traveling in United States um, I think they might be going through similar things at times um, sort of adjusting to a different life and especially when you have the kids it has different element to it and you just realize how important it is to connect with people when you on on the journey like we're doing so few things uh, that keeps me going is to either if there are no really people around and I have a chance to listen to a podcast that can sort of bring me something new uh, that helps me a lot so I started really doing every activity that I can do even if it's 10 minutes doing the dishes washing up and I'm not interrupted by Tom he's doing something so even those 10 minutes I put something in the earphones and it really changes my mood when I feel a bit down um, and of course um, when I have a chance to go for a walk which I have a chance I just need to start really doing things uh, on my own and exercising a bit more because that's something that I haven't been doing lately and I just feel that it impacts me as well and I have the choice to do that I can just go and Michael is happy to be with Tom it's nothing that I can't do that it's just sometimes that you're in that state you don't want to do anything so walking but again to have a good music or to listen to something that can change your mood for better it's very important and there was one day it was actually I think it was a Mother's Day I can't remember what we did now it was probably a week before that but I had it was one Sunday probably a week before Mother's Day 
and it was amazing. I felt great, even though I was we were in a caravan park. I was I was in the van, and Michael was there with Tom, but I didn't have to do really anything with Tom that day. So I was cooking, I was cleaning, but still I was listening to different people, different stories. And then I went for a walk along the beach where we were, amazing sunset. And again, listening to um, different stories and it was just so calming actually um, that I felt much better. And I realized that this is what I need to do more to listen to something that can kind of change your mood a bit and also opening your mind a bit more in whatever thing that can be because when I was sometimes when you have a bit darker thoughts and you just involved in cooking and cleaning and you just don't listen to even good music while doing that for me it's just a killer because my mind is kind of um, yeah on that going on that crazy roller coaster of negative thoughts and all those worries bringing up is just uh i need to turn that up so while you put your attention to something else and listening to something else that definitely helps me and so that day i could do you know it was like full of things that seemed sort of normal but at the same point time it wasn't really normal for me because I wasn't really listening to interesting conversations too often and then I yeah didn't have a good days before that so that day I had a bit of time with Tom when he was drawing he actually drew a fish that I was like wow so impressed that um it it was very well done and I didn't realize that actually he can do that because he's not into drawing too much sometimes the, the you know gender i don't know but at least in my eyes the girls are more patient and they sit down and they draw he he's not like that so i was just surprised because he sat at the table here and he was just scratching something i was like what are you doing and he draw a fish i was like wow impressive so i realized how even we don't really trust our kids at some point for crazy reasons is because he's not doing things doesn't mean that he doesn't know how to do them so that was that was nice finding so um that was part of the good day uh then i spoke to a family um speaking to my grandma is always so great she's um turning 92 this year and she's amazing she's always positive um and when i was talking to her about uh, the journey and then you know that i miss the family and everything she was like you can't have it all enjoy what you're doing right now and forget about you know what you're gonna do then Just enjoy what is now and the same what my mom said and it's very reassuring even though i know they would love us to be at home with them but they never say so and they never uh, do this like emotional blackmailing when are you coming back and we miss you da 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 even though I know that that that's what you know they feel and I also feel that I would love to be there with them but also we have you know this is a part of our life that we just exploring different things so yeah that's something that was uplifting as well 
and um, when I be what also um, brings me like a good mood is when you meet someone it's as I said before I feel it's about connection with someone and whether it is um, over um, through podcasts as I sometimes feel I connect with people even though I don't know them but the connection of a story that uh, can be somehow um, part of your life as well or somehow um, it, it touched you so you sort of feel connection even though if you don't see those people but also then the human connection is so important just yesterday we spent two nights at a beautiful spot um, overlooking uh, cliffs and white beach and dolphins like a huge pot of dolphins swimming there every morning and the little because they had little ones they were jumping just amazing experience really when you wake up to that it's like wow and there was a man uh he parked his motorhome next to us or actually he was parked there and then we pulled over and spent two nights there he's been on his own and his um dog on the road for seven years and I thought, wow, seven years, it's like, wow, long time and being on your own. Again, you know, all those lonely thoughts and loneliness and that was all I could think about. But then I realized, I was like, well, hold on, he's retired. I don't know his story. And this might be probably a much better option than, you know, some people who are retired. They are living on their own if they don't have really the wider family around it can be a bit sad when they're on their own and then they don't really engage with others much and then they're living let's say in the city between four walls it's like wow and then I saw this guy who was um happy he was really happy to do that and then he told me his story he was married for 34 years but then somehow it just didn't work out so um they somehow you know split the all, all the properties or whatever they had and he decided to sell the farm that he had and he bought a brand new motorhome for some of you um, who are a bit uh, experienced in caravanning or motorhoming you know that these things are very expensive especially when they're new um, so there was like big investment for him uh, and he decided to do that so since then he was on the road and it's just amazing and um, because yesterday was rainy for the whole day so I was um, in the van with Tom and I felt in the morning when I woke up I felt like I want to go and have a chat with him because it's really interesting I would like to sort of know what places he likes and um, if he can recommend anything but it was pouring down and I thought oh well we'll see so we had a chat to him this morning but yesterday uh, because you know this kind of weather and I was making uh, soup and I made a big pot of soup so I was like well we're gonna give him some so I brought him soup so he was happy to have something um, warm and some it's always so nice when someone else is cooking for you you don't have to do that um, so he really enjoyed that and uh, Michael went fishing he went spear fishing so he got a fish and he got some abalone uh, so he gave him some too. This man is amazing. So he doesn't have a vet suit and he goes into the water to get the abalone, which you need to get off the rock, sort of, if you don't know what abalone is, like a big shelf, and you need to have a knife and get it off the rock. The rock is under the water, sometimes quite deep. 
so he's just going there because he caught himself few um and he told us he's going there without the wetsuit the water is only like 14 degrees so cold anyway um that's something that um is very uh, change like the day is much nicer when you have a chat with someone and we touched the topic today because I was quite open with him whatever we're doing and uh, our life because he said his family his uh, mom was Croatian his dad from Austria and when he was five they moved to um, Australia and it was nine children he was the youngest and he said only one sibling is left which is sad so but anyway um i was asking him how how is it traveling on your own and if he feels lonely and he's like sometimes it can be lonely but you know then you meet people and you have a good good chat and that's you know what makes your day and then in the evening i go inside uh, the van i watch some telly and yeah and i thought well this is probably what people normally do anyway and as I said, some people are really lonely. They don't have anyone to talk to, which is super sad. So I would love to see um, more, more involvement when people get older and they don't have the family around or um, the kids are not really interested in, in spending time with them, which is even more sad. Um, yeah, so that was our morning and I realized how important it is to really keep your mind in a positive mood because you never know what's gonna happen in the future to have all those worries occupying you all the time is just so tiring so for those of you who are sort of in the same place you know having like crazy thoughts as i do oh um yeah get yourself a coffee go for a walk leave all the kids behind and if you don't have kids just um you know go and enjoy yourself because um it's important to focus on on our needs really and i realized that probably now more than ever that i need to really let the family do their things too because i don't have to be around and involved because we have a three-year-old here we don't have a baby that i have to breastfeed it's really about me sometimes to say right I need my two hours and off I go but because I don't do that well I, I'm sort of starting to do that now because that's something for me to survive um, that's yeah I, I just don't understand why we don't do these things sometimes because you know if we don't have the chance of course you know your partner husband whoever is working you can't really leave the child alone but we are together all the time and I'm still not doing that so I thought hold on we just need to because every one of us is individual and we need to have our time for ourselves and even Tom a few times when I don't know Michael was at work like a month ago and I was just alone with Tom and we were in a caravan park I went to do laundry and I told him oh you know I'm going to do the laundry just come with me put your shoes on he's like no I'm not going I'm like, well, I need to go there and you need to go with me. Da, da, da. He's like, no, you go alone. <laughs> I was like, hmm. And you're going to stay here? Yep. I'm going to stay here. I was like, okay. So I closed the door and I realized that he wants to have some time on his own too. Because <laughs> he's had enough sometimes. Um, yeah, so that's 
probably all I needed to say today. <laughs> I think it was quite long anyway. I always feel a bit funny talking to myself here. But then every time when I finish this kind of recording, I feel very relieved. <laughs> so I hope that whoever will be listening to this uh, will be relieved as well after listening to all that. Because whew, just take a deep breath and, you know, focus on things that you like. And even five minutes a day, it can be a life change, life changing thing to do. Um, and just to finish up about um, the traveling part that we're doing now. So at the moment we are still in South Australia. The closest town, like a bigger town, it's probably still Port Lincoln. I think it might be 200 kilometers away from us. Um, sort of east, west, east-west. Um, and then we're gonna travel towards the west part. So soon we're gonna uh, be well, maybe soon, at least two another two weeks before we even get there. But then we're gonna be crossing Nullarbor, which is really big stretch. Uh, nothing is nothing much is there. You're just driving probably straight ahead for I don't know how many k's. It's a long drive across to uh, Western Australia. And then we'll decide where we're going to go next. We're still planning to go through the inland of Western Australia. Uh, and then try to go all the way to the top. Uh, Port Headland is a city that is on the northwest coast of Australia. We want to go there. And from there we need to decide whether we're going to continue a little bit further north. Uh, to see different national parks there and then continue along the west coast of Australia all the way down to Perth and then when it gets warmer uh, the the east the, the south part of Western Australia so that's all up there but as I said for now I'm only focusing for the another sort of two months and see where we're gonna end up at the end so thank you for listening uh, I wish everyone beautiful days a lot of sun and just take care of yourself that was really good to hear Yana's voice again yeah I like keeping up with her uh, she and I could always just chat for hours, <laughs> you know, so it, it's great to uh, have her being again, once again, so amazingly open and genuine and authentic in her experience of travel. And since this week is, you know, uh, about travel, I know as people are getting ready, school is wrapping up soon and people are going to be possibly on the road, especially here in Europe, people tend to travel a lot. We're not really traveling, but people this year, but uh, people are. And so there's that whole thing, whether you're on the road as long as Yana or it's even just for a couple of weeks, there's that whole, I don't, how do I not get lost? How I enjoy 
this moment. I really appreciated that she was thinking about, you know, her grandmother and her mother were saying, even though they missed her, obviously, and would love her to be here, you know, but be in the moment. And I think that, um, you know, as we talk a lot about mindfulness and finding joy in life, no matter what's going on, we've got chaos going on in our own lives. I think that's a really powerful reminder and message. Um, regardless if you're here in your own house in your own city and having a you know mad summer and but I think the the fact that she she recognized it already it's a big step that you realize that you're kind of thinking in the future it's already a first step to 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 trying to bring yourself back well being willing to look at it is a really powerful thing I mean you know we have that issue as well we were just talking about that weren't we about how you know you're you have a tendency to be in other places than here in the moment, you know, being in the future, you know, this is going to happen, it's going to be like this, or, you know. Yeah, I, I think I kind of like to, to predict how things... Or but it's not always I have, right. I have an attach, <laughs> attachment to how it should be. Uh, but yeah. I, I'm not that bad at being here now. I mean, I'm kind of happy with little things in the now. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm tend to think of how I want things to go and I, I mean, who is not doing that? Well, not just yeah. about wanting though, but sometimes you predict it like it's going that, to happen that, that, that way. It's going to happen and, that way. You know, and she's yeah. also, you know, when yeah. she's on her own, probably she gets, a, there's a lot of processing and she was saying she goes into dark places. I think all of us have those moments, of course. Uh, I just appreciated that, you know, that willingness the, the to look at it. Yeah, it, it I, um, I, I, I love to, to hear her and also from a, pure more technical point of view she's she's fantastic she's just talking there's <laughs> yes, no editing uh, there right there's no editing to do uh, she's talking for 20 to 25 minutes and it sounds like so natural I, I if I try or when I try to do the same after two minutes I just like have no words left yeah so that that is uh, Im- impressive and I, I, I see it as a very positive message and even her last one even if it's kind of a little bit uh, an introspection into the difficult things. I, I see it as positive. Me too. So, so that's why yeah. when I, I, I was nearly sad to hear that her friends uh, um, were, were worried for her after the last time. Uh, yeah. But I, I think it's, uh, it's a well, positive. As we talk about a lot, you know, social media shows, you know, very one-dimensional reality. Yeah. And so then people are like, oh, what? You know, they're a bit shocked because who on social media is showing, you know, the dark corners, you know, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily what's shown. So, you know, that I, I really appreciated that. And I think that, um, you know, we don't go deep into the expat thing, but we are expats and there's a lot of expats listening or people who, you know, are expats in, you know, different parts of the world. Uh, the, the reality is, and, and even when you're not in another country, sometimes you're in another state or area and you don't have your family around or the people, your people, and there's that ultimate search for community. I think there isn't a mother around that I've talked to who's not from Prague, for example, no matter their country or city, it might be, even be Czech, that is searching for their community, yeah. you know, for a connection that is close to the heart. You know, Jana was talking, you know, we met through her social work. You know, she was working at Doomsvetla, and so was I, or volunteering. And, uh, you know, we were like-minded. And, and that's easier when you have a place where you can do that. When you're on the road, you know, you, you're at a campground or you're in a new city. You have to find where the place is to connect with those people yeah. if you don't have a common ground. So, I mean, I think the day, this day and age with technology, you have podcasts and 
uh, forums and different ways to connect with people around the world. It's not the same, of course, of having a chat with somebody, you know, with a cup of coffee or wine, but uh, face to face. But uh, it, it at least feeds that part of your soul that needs that. And I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, for Skype and even Facebook in moments, you know, where you can connect through Messenger or whatnot or WhatsApp. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that she's finding her happy place. And I think all of us need to figure out what ultimately brings us that balance and joy when we're having a tough time or need that connection. I think that's a very human thing We're we're meant to be connected. Even I, who can go for days, you know, well, in my previous life without seeing anyone, you know, at one point I do want to connect. I just like it on my terms usually yeah. so I think that that also can be good for different kinds of people so I, I I like that she kind of found her thing and she's you know taking that time and I think also the what she was mentioning about um how she even forgets to sort of walk away and take her time you know like we were talking about yeah, yeah. before you and I about how I think dads are really good at that and and within the partnership whether whatever dynamic of partnership it is and who it is um, there's usually one inside the partnership. In our case, it's the dads, but uh, who is able to walk away more easily, you know, and just do the things that they need to to take care of themselves. And there's often one that isn't able to do that. And we, she and I have talked about that. But I think it's um, it's funny how you can forget, you can kind of get stuck in a groove and and forget that you can do it. You know, you get used to, you know, your child. I was even talking to somebody else the other day you know, you get used to in those early years when they're nursing that you have to be the one who's there taking care of everything. And then when that changes, your men- your your mind and your body has forgotten, yeah. you know, that. And, and so even those of us like myself who are massively independent people forget sometimes to unhook and just go, yeah, I'm going to go for a bike ride or whatever it is. So it's... Um, you know, whatever we have to do to remind ourselves, whoever it is inside the partnership that needs that, uh, you know, it's vital, I think, for for a partnership, for a family, that separation and coming back is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even you, you know, were saying like you were spent part of the day here doing stuff. I got to get out of this house, you know, you and it's just yeah. a few hours. So I had my dose of cleaning today. Uh, I I loved the man they met who was only oh, yeah. in his uh, camper for years, the seven years. That's pretty inspiring too. Yeah. Very inspiring uh, that you, you you can do that when you when you retire if you want. You just like get in a camper and travel around and meet people. And probably he meets a lot of. I mean, he's traveling alone. If I got it right, then you meet people all the time. Well, then it's also on your your terms yeah. in a way because you know you could decide to go out of your camper zone or not. Or you can decide to say hello or not when people are walking by. But I, I think that Yana brought up a really good point. There's a lot of elders who you think, oh, it's you know good that they're home and they're safe place and whatever. But people get kind of locked into their you know their living room and going to and from their store. They often are are way more in solitude. He's actually putting himself in a position where he is connecting with with other people through his travels. Whereas if, if he were at home, she said that he was the last survivor of his family is, and maybe the grandkids aren't always coming around. People have their lives, you know, at certain points along the timeline of life. And so he's actually probably interacting and connecting with people more yeah. in this way and uh, on his own terms. Stories as well. Yeah. yeah it's, um, and it's funny because we seem to have a theme of, of people that we're talking to who are letting go of 
of their um, their roots and their ties at home and going on the road of varying ages and varying parts of the world. I mean, we've now this is maybe the fourth person, fifth person I've heard about recently um, who's made that choice. So it's I think in a way empowering for people to who want another possibility that there's validation that there's something something there. It's not just you're flaky if you decide to do that. You know, it's funny because you know I crave the the opposite right now because I have traveled a lot in my life in since my 20s and uh, I actually crave the roots mm. but I realize roots with the possibility to travel I don't know if yeah. I could do just one <laughs> myself but anyway it's uh, I really appreciate both of their stories and uh, for for all of us whether we're we're home for the summer like us and uh, you know, just dealing with the different reality of, you know, having kids home, you know, if they're in school and then trying to manage, you know, whatever that is for your family life and trying to make space for yourself or if you're on the road for a long time or a short time, I think that uh, it's a lot of the same important points. And, you know, be brave, brave enough to look at your stuff and find the way to, to bring yourself back to balance or light or whatever it is that brings you joy uh, because life can be quite overwhelming the details of it so uh, all of you out there we'd love to hear how do you manage how do you find uh, she's now taking Yana a few minutes here and there if she's doing dishes or something else she puts on a podcast of something of interest what's your tip what's your trick we would love for you to in you know engage with us we're very curious about what's what's interesting for you what works for you and and maybe we can share that with other parents that are also looking to be inspired so uh yeah that'd be yeah. great <laughs> share your connect with us send yeah. an email <laughs> social media something yeah thank you guys for being out there we really appreciate it have a lovely imperfect day yeah. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.